Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Today is May 27th, 2022, and our first story A retired federal agent is being investigated as a potential accomplice to the Buffalo shooter, sparking conspiracy theories. We also have theories emerging around Uvalde. How did this man afford such an expensive gun, $2,000 when he was broke? And now we're learning. The police stood down. They stood down as 19 officers listened to the gunshots in that school. In our next story. A liberal journalist is getting slammed for lying or falsely framing how to buy a gun online to push gun control, it would seem. And in our last story, Andy Ngo exposes a media hoax, Jesse Smollett 2.0, a fake account lying about the governor of Texas and the Uvalde shooting. If you like this show, give us a good review and leave us five stars. Share the show with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. The latest news coming out of Uvalde is shocking. 19 police officers could have entered at any moment and stopped this, and they did not, even as they continued to hear what was going on. We'll get into that story. Texas officials say police made the wrong decision. I'm saddened to hear this stuff, man, because we want to believe that law enforcement is going to do the right thing, but they did not. And then you want to hear that that regular people would be able to do the right thing in the event the police don't. And they were not allowed to because of the police. And then we hear from many people, the solution is disarm more people. I think it's a tragedy. And I think we all want to pretend we can come up with solutions to these issues. But I'm not convinced we will. And maybe that's defeatist. Maybe it's dark. I think crazy people exist and will do crazy things. We can talk about the nuance of these issues. We can talk about how they begin, and we can talk about what the police did for sure. I wanted to just start off briefly with these cowardly police officers because of how shocking the information is. But I want to walk you through what's actually happening on the Internet in the wake of these stories with Buffalo and with Uvalde. Buffalo News reports, and, and mind you, NewsGuard certified. Okay, I'm, this, is not, this is not me pulling a fly-by-night news source. Authorities investigating if retired federal agent knew of Buffalo mass shooting plans in advance. What? It's a crazy story. I actually want to debunk the conspiracy theories. Debunk may not be the right word. I want to cast doubt upon them. Because when you see this story, 
You see this one. People immediately say, what did they know? When you hear about Uvalde, this crazed individual somehow had a $2,000 rifle. Some people call it the Cadillac of ARs. How? I think we can provide real answers. Some people say, yeah, but what about the police standing by, standing down and stopping parents? I believe there are simple answers to these things, and I don't think conspiracy theories actually help. But far be it from me to be the arbiter of truth or morality. I can only offer up ideas and read you the news, and the news has led some people to believe in conspiracy theories that perhaps the feds knew, perhaps they were involved. I really don't think so. But when you hear a story from the Buffalo News that a retired federal agent may be charged as an accomplice because they had advanced knowledge of this, didn't say anything. Well, that's a that's a bold story in and of itself. It does not, in my opinion, prove conspiracy or anything like that, but it certainly will rock confidence in our law enforcement. We've got to talk about uh, the, the, the issue of law enforcement, the issue of gun control and restrictions, because if we just keep going back and forth and fighting with each other, we will never actually solve these problems. But here's something really interesting. Right now, with the breaking story of the police standing down and barring parents, the left and the right have found unity. I'm shocked. I genuinely am. I didn't think anything would be able to bring the left and the right together. But seeing the Daily Beast and Matt Walsh both coming out criticizing the police for the same thing, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm glad to see we can unify on something and maybe actually deal with this problem. And speaking of Matt Walsh, my apologies again. I meant Joe Walsh the other day. I said Matt Walsh when I was uh, being condescending. I apologize for that, Matt. And uh, I owe you a beer um, or another apology. But uh, looking at these, these stories that are coming out on left and right wing outlets criticizing the police, I think there's some policy shade to throw towards the leftist activists who've demanded defunding the police for sure. But I think the reality is we can stop. We don't need to sling mud. We can, we can all agree something needs to be done. These, these officers need to be investigated. If you're a conspiracy theorist, hey, 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 hold your horses. You don't need to jump the gun. We can all agree right now the only thing we need to say is we need a deep and thorough investigation into what went down with these cops. And if you are a conspiracy theorist, and I don't mean that in a pejorative, I mean if you genuinely believe something nefarious was afoot. Well, an investigation into police response will bring you some evidence, won't it? And if you are anti-cop and you think the cops are bad, well, then you're going to get an investigation into them as well. And if you're concerned about the rights of the individual to keep and bear arms and why the police stopped them from saving their kids, you also will get some answers. So let's do that. Let's take a look at these investigations and see what's going on. Let's start with the story. Before we do, head over to TimCast.com to become a member to help support our work. As a member, you will get access to exclusive segments from the TimCast IRL podcast Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. You'll be supporting our journalists. We're looking to be hiring more. We just had an interview with, with a, a great new potential hire. And you're also helping us engage in culture jamming as marketing. Right now, there is a 70-foot picture of my face on top of the ABC News building, the TV studios for Good Morning America in New York and Times Square. It is a bit vanilla, I know, but it's a statement. We are entering the establishment cultural spaces, and we will do more than that. The next plans we have coming up in the next few months will be a lot more fun. Trust me, 
And it's with your support, we are going to shock the system and let them know the lies of the establishment and the corporate press will not stand. But don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. If everybody shared this video right now, we'd be bigger than CNN and the corporate press overnight. Let's read the first story. From the Buffalo News, authorities investigating if retired federal agent knew of Buffalo mass shooting plans in advance. They say law enforcement officers are investigating whether a retired federal agent had about 30 minutes advance notice of a white supremacist plans to murder black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Two law enforcement officials told the Buffalo News. Now, I want to pause there for a moment. Certainly, the guy was a racist. But let's be careful in how we're framing this, because the dude also claimed to be basically a commie, a tanky, a set, what do you say, left quadrant authoritarian. Authorities believe the former agent, believed to be from Texas, was one of at least six individuals who regularly communicated with accused gunmen. I'm not going to say his name. In an online chat room where racist hatred was discussed. The two law enforcement sources with direct knowledge of the investigation stated these individuals were invited to read about his plans and the target location about 30 minutes before the incident. The news could not determine if the retired agent accepted the invitation. So maybe false alarm. Quote, these were like minded people who used this chat group to talk about their shared interests in racial hatred, replacement theory and hatred of anyone who is Jewish, a person of color or not of European ancestry. What is especially upsetting is that these six people received advance notice of the of the incident 30 minutes before it happened. Quote, the FBI has verified that none of these people called law enforcement to warn them about the shooting. The FBI database shows no advance tips from anyone that this shooting was about to happen. Agents from the FBI are in the process of tracking down and interviewing the six people, including the retired agent, and attempting to determine if any of them should be charged as accomplices, the two sources with close knowledge of the probe told the Buffalo News. Okay, let's be rational. It's entirely possible these guys didn't know anything about it. They may not be good dudes. They may have bad opinions, but it doesn't mean they were actively in the discord reading the information as it was coming through. So we don't know. The Buffalo FBI office declined to comment on the investigation. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Buffalo declined through a spokesman to comment. Buffalo civil rights attorney John V. Elmore said it would be outrageous if it turns out that a former law enforcement officer had advanced notice and did nothing to prevent it. Of course, what many people are saying is that this shows, oh, I, I like the meme, it's, it's someone being blinded by the computer screen and they're like, it's glowing too bright. Glowing is a reference to someone being a federal agent. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. Just because someone worked in law enforcement does not mean they're currently working in law enforcement. I certainly think the investigation is warranted. Let's see what the investigation can yield, can, uh, can bring about. I don't know for sure. Now, some people want to jump the gun. I'm not a fan of doing that. But let's talk about Uvalde. Because there are lingering questions that many people have. And let's actually, let's, let's cast doubt upon any conspiracy theory. I'm not saying that as if to claim they are totally debunked or that they don't have merit as, as far as it goes with an investigation.
Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Let me say, to address the first story, sometimes people are racist. It doesn't matter where you work. You could be a plumber. You could be a former uh, federal agent. It doesn't mean this guy actually knew it was happening. 30 minutes before it happened, the guy posted something in Discord. Who knows if the guy was even in there? No idea. Some people want to believe the feds were involved. I don't think that's the simple solution. Let's take a look at this story from Yahoo News. Daniel Defense, the maker of the Uvalde perfect rifle, abruptly exits the NRA convention. Stupid. Stupid move. Shouldn't have done it. Daniel Defense should be carrying on their business as usual and not ducking and hiding. Stand behind your own product. If you truly believe the individual is at fault and not the, me- the, 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 the mechanism, the tool, stand behind it. I see this all the time on Twitter. They're like, why would an 18-year-old need an AR-15? And I said something like, to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic. And people go, why do you need an, a- an assault weapon for hunting? And I go, oh, you don't. It- it's for killing people. That's what it's for in self-defense. What we don't want is acts of aggression against innocent people. And that means if someone would carry that out, we need a weapon designed to stop them. I don't have all the answers, but stop acting like hunting is any response. And to these people who are like, well, you know, you might want to use a rifle for hunting. I don't care about that. We all know, everyone knows the intent of these weapons is for use against people. We don't want to use them. Period. You want to go to the range and you say, that's what I'm talking about. That's fun. You go to the range because it's, it's, you're trying to hit a target. Practice, training. You want to be skilled enough to prevent harm and to protect others. But these weapons are for people. You want to talk about what's for a deer? Now, I get it when they say assault weapon or rifle. They don't really mean anything. We can talk about deer hunting, a bolt action, for, you know, 450 Bushmaster, something like that. But you can also get an AR-15 style rifle. I actually have one. Let's read. I, I, I'm just, that's, that's, that's my shade towards the guys pulling out. They shouldn't have done that. They say up until Wednesday afternoon, the company was to have occupied booth 4839. Conveniently close to the cafe at the convention center. The items on display would have included the DDM-4 V7 rifle, which was used in Uvalde. A perfect rifle for everybody. Now, I'm not here to rag on Daniel Defense. I think they have nothing to do with this. They go on to mention the company is a $100 million a year company. Wow. Bravo, Daniel Defense. Look, man, more power to you. Seriously, just stand by your product. Don't hide. Now, let's, let's, let, let, me, let me show you what I find interesting here. Many people have raised this, this, this question. A receipt for the online purchase posted on Instagram. 
shows the price was $1,870 plus $154.28 sales tax, a total of $2,024.28. Many people are asking this question. If this dude, as it's been reported, was bullied because of his clothes, his poor family, and the way he spoke, how did he afford a $2,000 rifle? I believe he had more than one weapon and all the ammo. Now, for those that are watching on YouTube, you can see at marka.com, I have censored the individual's name. I won't say it. And I've taken his picture out and replaced it with a poop emoji because that's what you are. You're a poop. You know, these people do this because they want people to know who they are. I don't care for people to know who you are. You are scum of the earth. You are a psychotic piece of human trash. And I will forever refer to you and the guy in Buffalo as poop. Poop. Not even going to give you the, 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 the uh, dignity of a swear word. You're just a poop emoji. And no one will know you as anything other than that. But here's the story. He was bullied because of his, pl- his clothes and his poor family. He was poor. How could he afford a $2,000 rifle? Okay, guys. I can actually offer up some casting of doubt on this one. I can cast some doubt on this one, my friends. A credit card. A lot of people are asking that question, and it is really simple. A credit card. And some may say, how is an 18-year-old getting a credit card with a couple grand on it? You do. He was poor. Okay, now hold on. I'm not saying it's a perfect answer. A poor person likely isn't going to get a credit limit of more than $2,000. My first credit card at 18, 500 bucks. That's it, 500 bucks. Granted, that was 18 years ago. So with inflation, maybe now it would be 2000 Or maybe he had a credit card for longer than when he was 18. Maybe his parents co-signed. Maybe he had credit for some reason. It happens. There's ways you can do it. Parents sometimes will get a credit card in their name and their kid's name. So it builds credit for them. You can do that. I don't know if they still do that, but I know they did it a while ago. They used to do it. Maybe he had a $10,000 limit and he used the credit card to do this. That really does just seem like the simple answer, doesn't it? It's not out of the question. I mean, furthermore, maybe he had a credit card with only a $500 limit. And maybe he worked at Wendy's for a few years and saved up money. Which brings us to the next story that some have say is debunked and is not related. Okay, I'm not saying it is. I don't know. Two teens arrested in mass casualty plot in 2018 targeting a Uvalde middle school. This story from KENS5. The interesting thing is, in the story... 608 now, help me, police catch robber. And- page. I hate when they do that. I was got to mute these local news sites because they're auto players. Here's what they say. Take a look at this. This is what very fascinating. One of our Morales junior high students was experiencing a crisis. Upon rendering aid and support, the student revealed a future plan to conduct a shooting in the year 2022 with the type of detailed information that was revealed by the student to law enforcement and confirmed in their investigation. Some people believe that the two students who were arrested were, you know, one of them was this kid. This was Uvalde. That was, are they, did they just load a different website on me? That's really amazing. That's so weird. Let me see if I can refresh it. Okay, there we go. They say two Uvalde teens were recently arrested. This is May 3rd, 2018. I can't say this is the same person. Apparently, some law enforcement are saying it was not. Simple solution. It wasn't. You know, some people really want to believe that there was, there was more to it than the fact that you just have incompetent police. Bad orders and mistakes. But maybe. I am not here to say I can definitively debunk anything. I can't prove one way or another. I can only cast doubt. The simple solution, in my opinion, 
The two teens were arrested, but that does raise more questions. If only four years ago, there was a discussion of a plot in 2022, where was the security right now? I don't care if these two teens were related to this guy at all. That doesn't matter. What matters is police got information in 2018 about a potential a potential plot in 2022 and come 2022 did nothing. Maybe these kids had nothing to do with this guy who got arrested. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They were warned. These teens that got arrested and said this, how did the police know that there weren't more people involved? It appears there may have been, or someone knew about it, or better yet, when these teens got arrested, this story went out in 2018. Maybe the crackpot psychopath saw the story and decided to act upon it. Where were the police? Where was the FBI? Our security, our law enforcement failed us. Which brings me to the big story of the day. Texas official says police made the wrong decision. Yo, I want to read for you a passage. It was posted by Matt Walsh that made my stomach turn. Felt like someone gripped my heart and squeezed it when I read this. Let me pull up this tweet. Not for the faint of heart. I'll read what Matt Walsh said after this. In the clip, it reads, The authorities now say that local officers first entered the school at 1135, two minutes after the gunman, and that there were 19 officers in the hallway by 12.03 p.m., but that they did not breach the door and kill the gunman until 12.50, even as they continued to hear him firing. These police officers, there needs to be an investigation. I don't know what else to say to that. I want you to imagine this. You're armed. You have 18 other officers in the hallway with you. There is a crazed gunman with a rifle in a, in a classroom with children shooting at them. And you decide to stand there and do nothing. For shame. I was talking with Ian Crossland over, you know, you got you guys know Ian from Timcast IRL. Maybe you don't, maybe not everybody watches both shows, but if you don't check out Timcast IRL at 8 p.m. Ian's our wild card co-host. He doesn't fit the mold of um, the political tribes. And that's why we like having him on, just to have something different. You know, he's great. Though we have our arguments. And we were talking about a man who raped a woman on a train. And he said, I wouldn't intervene. I understand why. Because you could get arrested. Because you can be accused of being racist or who knows what. Why bother? No one else will. To me, I said on gut instinct, I just stomped the guy. In, in public, he was attacking this woman. And everyone stood around and just filmed. I could not imagine a scenario where I'm armed with a handgun or a rifle, with 18 other people hearing someone in a classroom full of children as they're screaming and crying and he's firing and may just be like, can't do anything about it. I don't get it. 
See, I consider myself to be not necessarily a hothead, but sometimes I just get mad. I, 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 I tend to try and keep things cool, try to be rational in, in, in these situations. I have been on the ground during conflict. I have been shot at on multiple occasions. I have watched people die. I have seen serious bodily injury that I can't even describe because it would disturb you. And I have run towards the explosions. I've not been in, in full-scale warfare. I'm not trying to say that, you know. I've been in urban conflict, riots, and civil unrest. I've seen the precursors of revolution. I have not been in a full-scale civil war with, with rifles. Well, that's technically not true. I, I've, the closest I've got is Thailand, when people were carrying rifles and grenades were, had been thrown at each other, but for the most part, it felt safe. I had body armor and a helmet. I've been in Ferguson, where... You hear the, the, the flashbangs go off. You hear the, the, the shots fired and you run safely in the direction to, to, to film, to document. If I was dealing with a situation where kids were being attacked, I don't know that I would have the, 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 the clarity of thought to do anything other than just blindly run in. There's a photo of Anderson Cooper that I really, really like. I know many people don't like CNN. I certainly don't. It's a photo of Anderson Cooper. A bomb had gone off, and he's grabbing a child and pulling that kid out of harm's way. I don't care if it's real or fake. Some people say it's probably staged, whatever. I don't care. I think you can see that some people, regardless, will take action to save lives. That photo of Anderson Cooper, some people said it's fake. You know why I don't care? I want young people to look at that photo and see this guy. See him trying to save a child's life. I hear this story that not only were 19 officers in the hallway and they did nothing. And I'm just imagining this dude in the room. One, one child said she covered herself in the blood of a classmate and played dead. The husband, one of the teachers, he went to a memorial and then had a heart attack and died. And this is what I'm supposed to, supposed to be supporting when you say back the blue. Now, I'll support good cops when they do good things. But these cops, they, they held parents back. You know, look. Some say you can't have a bunch of emotional parents storming in. Maybe it's an argument. But not when you have 19 officers in the hallway doing nothing. Nothing? He was shooting. You want to argue that they were worried about the lives of these kids and didn't want to agitate them? You want to argue that they were trying to negotiate or, 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 or save these kids? I'm not buying it. They were listening to him do this. And they did nothing. I can't believe it when I read this. Man, does that, does that just... Shout out to the quartering on Twitter. Humble Bean Merchant. It's a meme. It's that meme where the guy in the uh, military out the camos is standing over a child sleeping while grenades, knives, missiles, fire are being thrown at him. And in this meme, the man who is standing over the child, it says kindergartners. And the child sleeping, it says Texas cops. They didn't want to get shot. That's what they said. That is that that's what they said. They said they didn't want to they, they could they could have got shot. Oh, these, these cops, they could have got shot. Okay. The kids got shot instead, you pathetic losers.
you spineless cowards. And now we're supposed to have some big national reckoning conversation. We're supposed to fight with each other over gun control, whatever garbage nonsense. None of that's going to solve any of the real problems. So you know what? I agree with all of those on the left, the liberals, the leftists, the Democrats, the Daily Beast even, when they cast disdain and condemnation towards these officers because they're right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe, maybe you can say I talk big. That I, I like to believe that if I was in a situation, I'd run towards the danger. I've actually done it to a certain degree. But maybe, maybe I wouldn't even, I don't know. I'd like to believe I would because I've been in situations where I've been shot at. And I feel, I, you know, I'll tell you this. You never think you're going to get shot. That's why you do it. Because you believe you will be safe. But I've been, situa- I've been in situations where I've stood atop bloodstains in a vehicle where a grenade had been thrown only recently, you know, only a few days prior. Someone was left great, grievously injured. They had these trucks in Thailand where they'd parade and someone threw a grenade into it. And they showed us where the blood was, where, where, no, I'm sorry. I, I don't think, I wasn't in that vehicle. I was in, there were two vehicles. We had someone go and film the bloody one, but I was in one of them actually driving in the parade after an attack had, had, had happened only, I believe it was a few days before. I could be wrong. You, the video is up. It's been a few years. So, so forgive me if I'm flipping the details, but I wore body armor and a helmet knowing that these were prime targets for attack. And I did it because I thought I'd be safe. I genuinely did not believe that would happen. Some journalists got shot and killed during these, these, these protests, this unrest in Thailand. I have been to uh, the favelas in Brazil. You know, I've walked up to a gang leader and I've interviewed them and talked to them. I've been in riots like in Ferguson and Baltimore. You don't think you're going to get shot. Maybe these cops really thought they would. And therein lies the problem. You know that when you go to these things and you're covering this stuff, you know you could be shot. When I was in Ferguson and gunshots rang out in my general direction on two occasions, I did not leave Ferguson. I stayed. When I was being shot at the first time, they weren't shooting me personally. It was in my direction. It was a bunch of people. I hit the deck. There were several occasions where gunshots rang out, maybe five. Two of them, the gunshots were in my direction. The first time I hit the deck and I just tried to stay low and maintain cover and keep doing my job. You want to be safe, but I didn't think I was going to get shot even though I heard a wit crack right near my head. That's a scary thought. Someone apparently did get shot. There was one point, and you can watch all of this stuff, it's on Vice News, where gunshots rang out and we hit the deck and the police are like, go now, now, and we ran away. When people have guns and they've shot, they've taken shots in your direction, you try to get to cover and get away from the gunshots. That's fair to say. But knowing these people are armed, we run in that direction. Sometimes when you hear the shots and it's not aimed at you, 
you do try to get closer to it because you don't think they're going to shoot you. When it comes to a school, uh, when an incident like this, the police officers know they are going to enter that, that, that fray. And you take that job knowing that. And these guys were too cowardly to do anything about it. So this is the point. The whole thing. You want to believe that there was some grand conspiracy? By all means, do so. I'm not going to pretend to have all the information to be able to debunk everything. But I'll tell you what I see. Sometimes people are racist, regardless of whether they're cops or not. That could be the federal agent. Sometimes people get credit cards and they can buy weapons on their credit card. Sometimes police officers are incompetent and cowardly. And if you advocate for defunding the police, if you demonize cops, the good ones leave. The ones who want to be heroes don't want to be hated. They want to be heroes. And the ones who want a paycheck don't want to risk their lives. This is what you'll get. <sighs> there are good cops that say, I don't do this job because I want to make money. I do it because I want to protect people. Those are the guys that are, that, that are going to run in knowing something bad's going to happen. But I will not let this man kill these kids. And there are some people who say, I don't care about what job I have. Just pay my bills. I don't want to do this. And those are the ones who will hide in the hallway. We need more cops that are willing to, to run in to save lives. We need more people who want to put the community, community's lives above their own. There's a meme going around. It says, I wish we cared about children as much as we cared about guns. I wish um, we had police officers who cared more about children than themselves. I wish we had more people that cared about children than themselves. I don't think we do. I think millennials, for the most part, are narcissistic. I think they care more about themselves than kids. Many of these cops, they're probably Gen Xers, too millennial. They care more about themselves than they did about these kids. They care more about, more about their job, keeping the parents back from going in to save their kids. Police officers went and got their kids out. It's been reported by a bunch of outlets. So maybe it doesn't need to be a grand conspiracy. Maybe it's much simpler than that. Maybe we as a culture are decaying. We don't look out for each other. We don't have shared interests. We don't have shared values. So our entire ideology has become me and no one else. I won't risk my safety for you or your children. That's what everyone's saying. How do we go back to those values of, I will put my life in front before others? I don't know. We are a gluttonous, narcissistic generation. Probably not most of you, for the you know. And uh, for me and the people here, we're probably slightly on the other side of that because we try genuinely. But I look at these cops and I can only say, man, these, these, are, the, these are the people who don't know, don't care. I look at the activists on the left who are complaining about the incompetent police. And while I can agree with them, I just want to point out, guys, you've been demonizing these cops for years. The good ones are going to leave because of it. And, and the ones that remain don't care about you, your kids, or protecting anybody. If that's the case, expect more of this. If you don't want good cops, then you need to let regular people keep and bear arms. Because if those parents could have gone in, it would have went differently. I'm willing to bet. You know, I'll put it this way. I saw a video of a fire at a house. The firemen were spraying the house with a hose. A man with no protection ran in to the shock of the fireman to save his dog. The firefighters were not willing to go in to save the dog, but the man was. Because the man loved his dog. These cops weren't willing to go in, but the parents were to risk their lives for these kids. 
and the cops didn't let him do it. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's just pure incompetence. I think it's pure narcissism. I think it's a fear of litigation. I think they're like, you know, if we go in there and something bad happens, they'll blame us for it. I mean, think about it. If the cops breached and then the shooter started opening fire and killed kids, they'd blame the cops. They'd say, oh, if the cops never breached it, this wouldn't have happened. My understanding is that the new protocol for police is supposed to be that if a gunman enters the school, you storm in immediately. But this is where we're at. You know, it really is sad. Everybody, nobody likes this stuff. Let's, let's talk about real solutions to these issues, which I don't think people are. I'll leave it there. Next segment is coming up at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcastirl. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. The corporate press is the enemy of the people. So saith Donald Trump and also Michael Malice. Well, Donald Trump just says the press, I think, but you know what he means, the corporate press. Take a look at this article from QZ Quartz with their lean left bias, so saith ground news. We ordered the same gun used in Uvalde. Here's how easy it was. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you sophistry at its greatest. I'm just going to break it down for you before we get into this story. If you want to buy a gun, you can transfer funds online, but the gun has to be delivered to an FFL, a licensed firearm dealer to do the transfer. You have to fill out a background check form. You will get a background check. These things are real. But this is the game they play. Now, why is this? Why is it that Quartz has published a piece with no byline? Because the corporate press is the enemy of the people. These companies are lying to you to make money. They want you to click this story. Here's how easy it was. Because they know you, liberal viewer, did not buy a gun, have never bought a gun, typically. And they can trick you into thinking it is easy. It's lies and manipulation. And that's why they don't put a byline on it. You know what? There are many right-wing outlets that also don't use bylines. I'm not a fan. I believe The Economist also doesn't use bylines. Why? Who wrote this garbage? Look at this. No background checks till pickup in the tiny little text below the photo. Not only that, but the dude who wrote this also says assault rifle. They're lying to you. Here's what I, I, I ask of you. If you are somebody, you probably know guns. If you're, if you're conservative or libertarian, which is combined the bulk, actually only around two thirds to uh, you know, 70 or so percent of the viewers of this. So I guess there are many liberals who do watch. Uh, we did a poll on this a little while ago. If you know these things, you can sit back and say, yes, Tim, I know. And you can also say, actually, Tim, you're wrong about that. And correct me in the comments below if I get something wrong. But you can share this with people so I can break down how they're lying to you. All right. The game they play. How easy it was. As, after two, Tuesday's school shooting in Evaldi, Texas, left 19 children and two adults dead, we wondered how difficult it was to order a DDM 4V7 uh, one of the two rifles the gunman brought a few, uh, bought a few days after turning 18 years old, according to reports. The answer? Five clicks. Oh, really? They're lying. How easy is it to buy? You can order the rifle to an FFL, but you cannot. It, it, is, it is sophistry at its finest to say how easy it is to buy. To order. You see what they do? To order. No, no, no. Okay. All right. 
five clicks. Semantics. If you actually want to order, we're talking about when you order something, it, you get it, right? What they're talking about is how to request delivery to a federally licensed firearm dealer. The AR-15 style weapon made by Georgia-based Daniel Defense sells online for $1,870 plus tax. Shipping to a local gun shop is free. After clicking place order, we received an email confirming the purchase, promising to send a tracking number once the gun was on its way to the pickup point. Here's the best part. At no time were we asked for proof of age or of a clean criminal record, both of which are legally required to buy a, buy a firearm. <gasps> They're legally required and they didn't ask? Oh, wait, what's this? That will happen when we pick, the, pick up the gun at a local licensed dealer. They give you that one little sentence. But you understand from the framing what they're trying to do, right? How easy it is. Aside from that, it was a routine purchase, not unlike ordering a Lego set from Amazon or a pair of shoes from Zappos, except, of course, for the lethality of the product. When I order, I just ordered a bunch of cold brew Starbucks coffee. I am not a fan of Starbucks, but man, is that nitro cold brew good stuff. So I ordered a whole bunch for the office because everybody loves it. Yo, it tastes like you're drinking chocolate. Plus, there's no sugar in it. I am not doing a promo spot for that. I'm making a point. When I order this, a truck pulls up and they start chucking boxes at me. Big boxes. And the cans are actually fairly light because it's like nitrogen infused. So it's like a lot of gas in it. Yeah, that's not unlike ordering a Lego set. But when I order coffee, I don't have to pass a background check. When I order coffee, I don't have to go to a local coffee dealer that's licensed, fill out a federal background check form, and then wait to see if I can get approval for buying coffee. This is what they say. This is how they, they trick you. We knew exactly what we wanted based on a copy of the receipt the gunman shared online that was published by The Daily Dot, an Austin-based outlet that covers online culture. The Daily Dot is a conspiracy rage bait rag. But undecided shoppers can watch a video highlighting the rifle's features. Weighing just over six pounds, it's extremely maneuverable. And a perfect addition for anybody's gun safe, according to the host. I agree. That's, that's probably true. Looks like a fantastic weapon. There are also reviews. All 46 for the DDM uh, M4 V7 give it five stars, including one that calls it a terrific weapon. Daniel, you know, I got to say, uh, Steven Crowder got, got me a SIG M400. Now, I've, I've got some uh, AR-15s. And, you know, I, I, you know, the funny thing is the left, does, for those that don't know anything about guns, okay, if you're a liberal and you find yourself watching this video, let me explain. I have an AR-15. I have a couple. They're chambered in different rounds. One's an AR-15 style with 450. One's an AR-15 style with 308. One's an AR-15 style in 556 or 223. They are similar but different. I also have an M1A. I also have an AK. I have, a, I, have a Ruger, a Ruger, I have a bunch of rifles that are not AR-15s that are functionally the same, like one trigger pull, one round, magazine, all of that stuff. AR-15 is, not, is, 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 a, is a buzz term, okay? It's a thing, but anyway, uh, Crowder got me the SIG M400. That thing really was like really good. I was impressed. Daniel Defense, which was founded by a garage door business owner in 2000, touts that most of the parts in the guns are made in-house. It's one of the U.S.'s largest privately owned gun manufacturers, according to Forbes. And then he shows, here's how you fill it out and all this stuff. Under Texas law, buyers of rifles must be 18 or older and have no felonies or domestic violence con uh, convictions. And the federal government requires a background check. We didn't get any notices or warnings about that during the checkout process. And elsewhere on its site, Down Defense promises it is 100% compliant 100% of the time. You see what they're trying to do here? They're trying to make it seem like they bought the gun. 
they technically bought the gun. They paid for it, but they don't get the gun. They're trying to make it seem like you legally need a background check, but they didn't do it. No, you need a background check to get the gun from an FFL. If I, When I order something for pickup and it goes to the store, that's like that. You can't just get these things online. Now, let me tell you something. When you buy alcohol online, just like that. Just like that. You, you, want, you want to complain about something? I'll complain about this. I don't like, I don't, I don't drink, okay? But I like to have a selection for my guests. Alcohol is a big part of our culture and for human culture around the world. And as much as I think drinking is bad, I got, I got, I got booze for my guests. Now we go pick some stuff up sometimes, but there's also, you can go online and order it, which was shocking to me. Now I go to the liquor store to get it, but you could just get it. I don't know about all that, but maybe we need less government, not more. Texas Gut Experience, the local dealer we selected for pickup, tells shoppers to be ready to show ID and complete a three-page form for background check, which is done on the spot via an FBI database accessible from the gun shop. That's it. We ordered a gun. It won't be delivered at our doorstep like that Lego set or a pair of shoes. And to take it home, we'll have to fill out paperwork for a background check. In fact, you can't order it to your home, only to a licensed dealer. Oh. Still, the fact that shopping for a firearm does not feel noticeably different than ordering those everyday items is a telling commentary on the prevalence of guns in U.S. culture. No, it isn't. What does that mean? You can look at an item and say, I'd like to buy it. What should it be? What do you think it should be when you go online? Should it be censored like blacked out? Should there be like pictures of carnage where it's like, this is what you're buying? Or do you buy it and then have to pass a background check? I would like to address the uh, one of the guys at Quartz. I would just like to call you fake news because you put no byline on the piece because you know you're trying to manipulate the public. I would like to I would like to to say something, my friends. I would like to point out the corporate press is the enemy of the people and pull up this year's stream from Times Square, live from Times Square. Why am I doing this? Well, I'd like to give a big thank you to everybody who is a member over at TimCast.com who supports these videos, who shares these videos, because right now there is a 70 foot picture of seven, 70 foot 70 foot picture of my face on top of the ABC News building. We got, you know, uh, we did the Taylor Lorenz thing with the Times Square billboard, and then I thought. Let's 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 actually do something. People said, "Why aren't you doing marketing?" So uh, I was talking to my good friend Carl Benjamin. You may know him as Sargon of Akkad over at the Lotus Eaters podcast. And I mentioned right here up top, you can see we got this massive billboard in Times Square on top of the ABC building. And he said, "Wow, congratulations, man! How do you track the impact of something like that?" And I said, "You don't, but that's not why I bought it. I bought it so that there would be a seventy-foot picture of my face on top of the ABC News building where they shoot Good Morning America." Half, half kidding. I mean, it is real advertising, but that's kind of the point to assert ourselves in these spaces to be bigger than them. I am sick and tired of the corporate press's lies. And so see this billboard next to it. We got that one, too. That's coming soon. And we have more plans happening soon. This was starting light, a statement to the corporate press. That's all that I really need to say. It's a legitimate advertising. It's a great billboard. It's got our website on it and a picture of me for Timcast IRL. And it is right there on top of the ABC News building. So whenever their employees come into work or when they go out for lunch and come back, they can see that we are on top. It's a statement. It's a simple one. And maybe they won't care. It's just good marketing either way. But we want to assert that it's time that all of us start acting like we are in the, the media space. The media includes us. We are taking over and we are challenging the people who push these lies. Now, this story about ordering the gun, I mean, it's it's a real story. 
And it's technically the truth, the best kind of the truth. But let's take a look at what uh, Zach Seward had to say about this. Zach is the editor in chief and general manager of Quartz. Hey, Zach, why is there no byline on the piece? Quartz staff? Okay, let's see what uh, NewsGuard has to say. 100 out of 100. Good job, NewsGuard. You email us telling us that we have to jump through hoops to get certified. You ask us about the bios of our writers, but they publish pieces under staff with no byline, and you claim they reveal who's in charge. Let me pull this up. They, is, it, is it not going to? Okay, so I got to agree, whatever, the terms of service. The site provides names of content creators along with either contact or biographical information. Well, that's just plumb not true, and they're lying. The reason they put court staff, in my opinion, is because they knew anyone they put on this would be called out for lying. Here, here we are. Zach tweeted about this. He got ratioed. He says, a few criticisms leveled at this piece are worth addressing. One, some view it as a sick how-to for would-be buyers of assault rifles. I cannot stand these. These people are genuinely evil. This is not an assault rifle. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Some, some people on the right, some libertarians, some gun advocates say there's no such thing as an assault rifle. There is. Assault rifle is actually an old term that makes reference to rifles with select fire, selective fire capabilities, meaning you can set it to single, burst, or full auto. These guns are all regulated under the National Firearms Act. Plus, there have been many revisions and advancements like the gun, was it Gun Control Act of 1968, then Reagan's reforms in 1984, then we have executive orders in the 90s. Yes, there are many laws. Now, you can't ac actually manufacture for civilian use fully automatic weapons. They, in order, well, I'm pretty sure for civilian use you can't. Civilians, you can't buy it. If you'd like to buy something that is actually an assault rifle, it has to be, I could be wrong with this. Correct me, guys, if you know the, if, I think it's 1984, right? It's got to be pre-1984, and they're prohibitively expensive. They're, they're like 10 grand or more. You, it'll take you up to a year to actually get it. So this is the sick game these people play. They are lying to you. And that's why they're like, why do conservatives think they want to take your guns away? You've already banned guns to an extreme degree with the NFA suppressors, for instance. They don't make your gun go pew pew. They just make it a little quieter so you can be shooting out, you know, hunting or doing whatever you need to do or indoors with less damage to your hearing. But it is loud depending. I've been told by some people that it's better for recoil and things like that. Sure. Why is that an NFA item? Because people like this lie to you. They make you believe that like in movies, it goes pew, 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 and no one can hear it. That's not true. They call it an assault rifle. That's not true. They want to ban every gun. Now, maybe people like Zach aren't smart enough to know anything about guns. And he's like, I don't want to ban every gun. I just want to continually ban the next wave of them because we've already banned the majority of them. Modern rifles have select fire capability, but not for civilian use. So they say the AR-15 is a weapon of war. It's manufactured. No, it's a civilian variant, not for war, because you can't actually get one. If you have special licensing, if you have a, a manufacturer's license, you can. 
Here's what he says. The point is to demonstrate that it requires how, uh, no how-to whatsoever. It's one thing that, what, do you, what, what is your point? What should it be like? Should you have to fill out a, a questionnaire? Should it be like, if you'd like to buy a rifle, please tell us what is 87 times 396,524? Oh, oh, you made it a little harder. What, what, do you, what are you saying should be? What should be the case? You got to send in your ID and then have a waiting period? You already have to do that at the gun store. So basically what you're doing when you order this gun is you're getting a gun delivered to a gun store and then you're going to go pick it up and pay a fee. He says, two, others think we glossed over the requirement to show up in person at a dealer and pass a background check. We didn't. It's all over the piece. You have to show ID when picking up your online alcohol order, too. I don't know if that's actually true for the alcohol order. Again, pretty sure Zach is wrong. I'm pretty sure you can get alcohol delivered wherever. That's so crazy. These people don't do any research. They just want to shock you. He says fewer readers, but a few, think it's a dog bites man story or dog bites liberal who just discovered guns. But tell that to the half of our readers who live outside the U.S. and cannot just go buy an assault rifle online. It really is rightly astonishing to most people. Buying an assault rifle online, how would you do it? Well, you'd probably go to, say, uh, you know, one of these specialty reseller websites where, uh, you fill out forms or something like that, and then it gets delivered from a private seller or business to another store. But this is the game they play. You cannot buy assault rifles just like that. They are called NFA items. I guess depending on who you ask, everybody's got their terminology. And it's funny because like I'll go to a gun store and they'll say this is what it's called. And I'll say it online and people will be like, haha, Tim, you're wrong. It's actually called this. Whatever, dude. Gun people. Oof, so snooty sometimes. National Firearms Act items require a tax, a tax stamp. It's like a $200 fee. You got to fill out a big form and it can take up to a year. You've got to get fingerprinted for each item. You've got to go, go to a police department. Yeah, it is not easy. You have infringed upon my right to keep and bear arms. Joe Biden comes out and says things like, the Second Amendment is not absolute. You know, just shut up. I saw a good meme. And it said, you know, explaining gun control. And it was a guy and he's got a cake. And the person walks up and says, let's compromise. I get half your cake. And the guy with the cake says, oh, what do I get? You get to keep half your cake. And he's like, well, that doesn't sound like a good deal at all. It's like, well, that's what we're doing. That's the NFA. Cutting your right to keep and bear arms in half. They come back later and say, it's time to compromise again. Every single time there's a call for gun control, there, there, there is a compromise, a compromise, a compromise. The only thing happening is that the right to keep and bear arms is being gutted and destroyed. And you know what's funny? Republicans are so spineless that they never do anything about it. They just say, well, slow down there, Democrats. And Democrats will be like, we want to ban guns. And they go, well, how about we just ban bump stocks instead? Okay. Then they come back a few years later. We want to ban guns. And the Republicans go, well, how about we just do smaller magazine sizes? Yeah, there's no opposition. I want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene repeal the NFA. I want to see Lauren Boebert. Come on, Lauren Boebert, especially. I mean, Lauren Boebert got famous because she was asking, uh, I, I, she was asking about guns. Well, I shouldn't say she got famous for that, but she had a big moment. And she, wanted, she, she was the one who wanted to carry her gun on the Capitol. Repeal the NFA. Just be done with it. It's time. 
people have a right to keep and bear arms. And they're like, yeah, but gangsters were using Tommy guns and they were full auto. So what? So what? 3D printed guns exist. Banning guns doesn't make sense anymore. And it never really did, to be completely honest. If you want to buy, so, you know, I, I go, it, it, I don't want to speak too much about what I have personally, but I'm just going to tell you, it is not easy to just go out and buy guns. There was a video I did um, a couple of years ago, actually one of my biggest segments ever. Liberal journalist is shocked when she finds out she can't buy a gun. She said, I'm going to go see how to get how to get a gun. And she went to a Walmart, tried to buy one and got rejected. And she was confused. She left saying, I wasn't able to buy it. I don't I how did this happen? You know, and it was funny because she thought she could walk into a Walmart and buy a gun. This is the one thing these guys don't tell you. You buy a gun online, right? For delivery to an FFL. You pay for it. It gets shipped there. Now you don't have it yet. In order to get it, you got to pass a background check. The gun shop can say, leave. You're not getting this. Talk, talk to them. We're sending it back. If you walk in and you're a weirdo and you're saying weird things and then you fill out the background check and the, the gun shop can just deny you. In fact, they're supposed to if they, have, if they think there's a violation happening. Let's say you take the, you pass the, you, you felt the background check form. You could get delayed. Now, all of a sudden, you don't know how long it's going to take. There's a, there's a law, five days. If they can't complete a background check in five days, they have to release it. James O'Keefe famously was falsely put on a no-buy list. And he had to file a lawsuit. They can do that. They can just say, meh, you don't pass. You don't pass your background check. Can you do that with Legos? Can you do that with alcohol? I'm sick of the lies and the manipulation. That's what bothers me about all of this. The corporate press, the enemy of the people. So once again, we got a big old billboard on top of the ABC building. So they're going to go film their Good Morning America. And they're going to be they're going to be in that building where you can see it, where they shoot that show. I believe that's where they do Good Morning America. Either way, it's the ABC News building. I've actually been there several times when I worked for ABC News' uh, subsidiary, Fusion. And uh, after all these years, there we go. For the next month, that billboard will be on top of their building. And maybe it seems a little vanilla. It's like, okay, okay, Tim, you got a billboard. I know. You know, a 70-foot picture of my face on top of the ABC News building feels good. And maybe they won't care. I don't care. It feels good to me. And it's legitimate advertising. But this is just the beginning. Perhaps it is a bit vanilla, but we have got some plans. Culture jamming is marketing, and we are planning some fun stuff. We are going to send a message to the establishment elites, to the millionaires, to the millionaires and the billionaires, to the politicians. We're going to let them know you're not the elites anymore. It is time that you retired, you age out, and we are standing up to you and we are asserting ourselves in these spaces. I wondered why it was we don't see Crowder or other, you know, uh, bigger personalities doing something similar. But we had Cash Patel on the show yesterday. He bought a Times Square billboard, too, for his book, The Plot Against the King. The Daily Wire took, time, took out a Times Square billboard as well. We are taking this ground in the culture war. So maybe we'll get some billboards up in Hollywood or something and let them know we we are, are taking over your spaces and there is nothing you can do to stop it. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all then. In case you didn't already have reason to despise the mainstream media and establishment Democrat activists, I give you a powerful thread from journalist Andy No. He highlights a fake Twitter account that has created a series of tweets accusing the Texas governor of trying to silence people 
who have uh, who, who are related to victims in the Texas tragedy. To put it simply, this guy made a fake, fake post where he said someone came to his house and threatened him and said, you're going to we're going to pay you to pose with the governor and say no gun gun control. And then all of a sudden you get Democrats and media activists acting as though it's true and using it and they believe it. These are the same people that believed Jussie Smollett. And this is why we can't have nice things. Now, perhaps many of you are loading up the car, getting your coolers ready because it is Memorial Day weekend and you're going to go and relax. And the last thing you want to hear is all of this. Sure. Guys, ladies and gents, have a great weekend, man. But for those that are really concerned about this, this is the kind of stuff you got to share with your uh, your friends and your family. I say it often. A lot of people ask me, because I, I get asked this all the time, how do I explain to my friends, to my family, that the media is lying? Now, many of them don't want to watch these videos. I get it. But you can at least try sharing this one and say, just give it a chance. Give it a chance. Many will say no, they won't. If you are someone who has overcome your biases, your biases, that your friend is a conservative or you think he is, and you said, okay, fine, I'll give this video a watch, then you are a critical thinker. And that's important. We may disagree. That is always allowed. In fact, I encourage it. Comment all of your disagreements with me. But I appreciate every single person who comes to watch this to see this thread and take it with an open mind. And we can criticize the media and these Democratic politicians over this. And it does not mean that the media is always wrong. And it does not mean that Republicans are right. I do not like Republicans. What I can't stand is when they lie to you. I want to solve the gun violence problem. I really, really do. I don't I don't like what we see. When, who does that? No, no honest person. You know, people are saying Republicans like what's happening. No, 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 they don't. They just disagree with you. Stop viewing the other person as a demon. It is not correct. Now, ignorant, probably correct. And this is why y'all are being kept ignorant. Here's a thread from Andy. No, he says this thread from a man who claims Greg Abbott sent this, the Texas governor sent a rep to offer money to pose with the governor for uh, Uvalde has gone ultra viral with the left. But I looked into who is really behind the account. Jason R. Nortz, 43, is not from Texas. He's from Spokane, Washington. And in fact, shout out to Yasher Ali, a journalist who also called out this fake thread. And it's really obvious if, you, if you're a critical thinker. Twitter user MyCancerJourn3 says, We were finally able to see my living nephew's body to confirm identity. Shot in the face while leaving to return home, we were followed by what we assumed to be media. Which, when we do not wish to speak during this time, which in, maybe? Four minutes after returning home, a knock on the door. It's a representative for Governor Greg Abbott. He informed us he's willing to pay us to stand with the governor and say we don't need stronger gun laws, to which almost got this clown hurt. He was asked to leave and said that if we speak about this conversation, we'll be facing charges and possibly worse. We responded with F you, try me and find out. Then we were told people get hurt and disappear all the time. F Greg Abbott and this harassment while we mourn. The story is so insanely false. You have to ask yourself what kind of person would believe that. Isn't it a little on the nose? Well, Joaquin Castro, Democrat from Texas, says, please DM me if I can be helpful. Why do you believe this stuff? 
You know, I laugh when I see the websites like 1776patriotwarrior.website and they post insane fake news. Yeah, the Q people are in a cult, hands down. It was some of the most mind numbing nonsense when they're like, on March 3rd, Donald Trump will emerge as the true president. No, he won't. Come on. Isn't that a little crazy? These things don't happen. Now, certainly you can argue that is a normalcy bias, that because we don't have weird off the cup presidential declaration, I don't know what you'd call it, secret missions of a real president. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It just doesn't happen. But when you see establishment politicians believing this, what else have they believed? That is nonsense. I want you to look deep down in your soul and ask yourself about Jussie Smollett. If they lied about that or were wrong about that, what else were they wrong about? And I implore you, I am not telling you to go and sign up for the GOP or be a Republican. I don't care if you're a socialist. I don't care if you're a communist, an anarchist, a capitalist or whatever. I just want you to know the truth. That's it. Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Jason R. Nortz has claimed to be on Twitter a 9-11 first responder, a Purple Heart recipient, and to have had another nephew that was killed. No one with his name has received a Purple Heart. He is an anti-Trump activist who has boasted about shooting at cars with Trump flags. Many left-wing verified accounts have amplified the claims and made it go viral with no independent scrutiny. It conforms to their bias, so that's good enough to be true. An editor at the Austin Chronicle was among them. And it's not over yet. Here we have Richard Whitaker. Hey, Speaker Strauss, time to make a public statement and demand that Abbott explain this. Yeah, Abbott's going to be like, it's fake. It's a fake post. So it's probably a 12 year old. You know what I really love? I think Elon Musk tweeted this. On the Internet, you don't know if the person you're arguing with is 14 and they probably are. It's really amazing. This is why I don't argue with people. At least I don't argue with people to argue with people. Often if I respond to someone, it's to just argue to everyone. Like I will respond to someone to get my idea out to everyone else, not to these individuals. Because often the person who says something dumb is 12. Here we have uh, Veronique Madrano, important thread. Greg Abbott attempting to coerce victims. It's remarkable. All verified. Ellen Hopkins, holy ish, read this short thread, especially if you live and vote in Texas. Oh, my God. Titus. Oh, Titus. You guys know Titus, the comedian, right? Read this. Greg Abbott is over. Why? This is why we can't have nice things. Multiple Pulitzer winning L.A. Times columnist Pat Morrison helped amplify this. The claims. (sighs) What do you do? What do you what do you do when these people are the ones who are trying to pass gun laws? Now, for all of those who are liberals and see this, many of you may be saying, wow, I thought I believe I believe that, too. Maybe you're saying I would never fall for that. Many of you may be saying, yeah, but let's talk about the real issues of gun control and everything. I'm totally down. I am not saying that every single liberal fell for this. I am saying prominent Democrats, journalists, verified personalities all fell for this. So you need to be careful because you will often hear fake news as well. And you need to ask yourself, if not this, 
perhaps something else you read you believed. Andy No goes on. CBS 46 news anchor Sean Gables amplified the claim. Amazing. As did Keith Olbermann, who frequently falls for hoaxes. USA Today digital producer BG is Brandon Gray as well. Left-wing activist Amy Siskind, who has shared many hoaxes, amplified the claim. Sassy Mamain LA, an editor for Entertainment Weekly, called for the FBI to investigate Governor Abbott. Other journalists also jumped on the story. Jason Noritz, the Spokane man who claimed in an ultra-viral thread to be a family member of a deceased nephew, also claimed to be black. His Facebook profile before it was deleted shows photos of a man who isn't black. Actress Rosanna Arquette thanks Jason Noritz for his courage. Katie Hall, a reporter for the Austin newspaper The Statesman and chair of the Austin News Guild, reached out to Jason Noritz to ask him to help her amplify his claims. I'm a reporter with the American Statesman newspaper. Please DM me so I can share your story about the encounter that you had. Absolutely remarkable that they fall for this stuff. Jason Nortz also claimed to have been a prisoner of war, 9-11 first responder, a Purple Heart recipient, having another nephew killed prior to Uvalde and being offered a bribe by Governor Greg Abbott. I was a prisoner of war. It's all fake. All of it is just absolutely not real. Did you get kicked out of the army? On the internet, no one knows you're actually 14 years old. How are we supposed to solve these problems if all of these prominent individuals, including a Democratic politician, fall for such obvious lies? Let's talk about gun control for those that are tuning in. I have this story from Metro News, West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia. Man dies after opening fire at apartment party in Charleston. Nobody was hurt except for the shooter. This is not a story to tell you that a good guy with a gun will always solve the problem. It may just be something you've not seen. That's all. Anecdote is not data. Okay, the plural of anecdote is not data. I am not showing the story so that I can make an argument in absolute. I'm showing the story because perhaps people did not hear this. And when you have a story about Uvalde, you also have similarly a story like this. Charleston police say a man who died after firing at partygoers at an apartment complex was known to law enforcement, similar to many of these school shooters. Charleston police chief Tyke Hunt was Dennis uh, said Dennis Butler, 37, is a convicted felon. And then he said several run-ins with him before. Butler was killed after he pulled an AR-15 style rifle at a group of people attending a birthday graduation party at the Vista View Apartments located along the 1300 Renaissance Circle. A woman in the party drew a pistol and shot Butler at or around 1045 p.m. No one else was hurt. Hunt said it was too early to tell if this was a case of self-defense, but no charges have been filed at this time. It looks like the person who fired upon Mr. Butler does not have any reason to prohibit them from carrying a firearm, firearm lawfully. In West Virginia, similarly to Texas, we have constitutional carry. So what happened in West Virginia? A man pulled a rifle. He fired at a party, and before he could kill anyone, he was killed. I'm sad this happens. I don't like these stories. But sometimes a good, a good guy, in this, one, in this case a woman, I believe it was a woman, yes it was, uh, can stop the shooter. Now let's take a look at Uvalde and talk about the reality of what happened here. Both left and right are upset because the police did nothing. You've got pro-gun leftists, socialists, saying, 
the police should not have stood in the way of the parents who were armed and wanted to protect their kids. You have liberals, anti-cop liberals saying, why were the police doing nothing? They could have stormed in the building. Well, they, they didn't want to go in or risk their lives. Yeah, they did to save their own kids. You have conservatives saying the same, similar to the left. Why were they barring parents from going in to save their kids? One woman breached the perimeter, got her kids out. It's crazy, some of these stories. But I think we need to address the issue here. The issue at hand as to why we can't solve this problem is because of both Democrats and Republicans. That's it. Democrats will espouse nonsense. Not every single one, but enough of them to where you see this garbage I just showed you. Republicans will pander to the nonsense and do nothing. None of this actually solves any of the problems. If you are someone who believes in background checks, I have good news for you. We already have them. If you want to buy a gun online or in person, you go through a background check. Now, of course, I know. We'll steel man the argument. There are some circumstances where you can sell privately and there's no background check. But this is typically in states and in, you know, between family members. When we see these mass shootings, they are typically legally purchased firearms and they're typically handguns. If you didn't know that, give it a quick Google search and take a look into this. It is not the rifle. When people say that most uh, mass shootings are done with the AR-15, that is not correct. It is mostly done with handguns. And it makes sense. You know why? You can conceal handguns. I mean, you can conceal an AR-15, I suppose, if you're wearing a trench coat. But typically, it, you can't. Which is why you, in, in, in many states, you can't, uh, it's, it's, it's considered non-applicable when you talk about concealing a rifle or a shotgun. For handguns, there's heavier restrictions on acquiring them because they can be concealed. You'll notice this too. If you go to states that have gun control, you want a handgun, you got to pass a test. You got to go through a background check. It takes a long time. You want to buy a rifle or a shotgun, you can walk in, fill out your background check form and wait for the FBI to clear you. But I want to make sure that's clear to all of you. I'm hoping this video has found its way to people who are pro-gun control or otherwise. And uh, um, make your arguments in the comments. I, am, I, I long to hear them and have a real conversation about what we can do to prevent this stuff. If you are someone who's conservative, as I, as I stated before, or libertarian, share this with people you know so we can have a real conversation. The FBI has to approve you to buy a gun. If they don't, then five days later, you get cleared. But it's five days. California is more strict. They have their own waiting period. But if you walk into a gun store, I would say, I would like to buy an assault rifle. You know what they're going to tell you? We don't sell any. Actually finding a store that has assault rifles is going to be rare because they have to be pre-1984. This is, this is due to gun control in the 80s. Ronald Reagan, I believe, uh, in, before he became president, so this is, I can think of the 70s, uh, he was very big on gun control. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Ronald Reagan. Uh, some, some good things for sure. I mean, you know, I'm not going to just blanket every single person. I think Joe Biden's done some good despite the bad. It would be absurd to claim everything he did was bad. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But this is where we are. If you would like to buy an assault rifle, 
you have to fill out a, a, a form for the ATF, and it could take up to one year to actually get it. Did you know that? Now, you might be asking yourself, that can't be true because they're talking about it in the media all the time about people buying assault rifles. I got news for you. They are wrong. They don't know this. There's something called the National Firearms Act. Prohibits the ownership of certain weapons, such as short-barreled rifles, suppressors, more commonly referred to as silencers, but they don't really silence anything. They're called suppressors, and they're very, very loud. When you put it on a gun, it does make it more manageable when you fire the, the loudness. But trust me, if someone was outside and they had a suppressor and they were firing, you would know because it is very loud. In order to get one of these, you have to fill out ATF forms, pay a tax, and it can take up to a year. You have to get fingerprinted, go to your local sheriff's department, get, get all the work done, bring it back to the gun store, submit it to the ATF. Congratulations. The whole process may take up to a year. If you want an assault rifle, that is the same process. Now, for a standard modern rifle, for any purpose, you are required to undergo a background check when you go to a gun store. When you buy online, they will ship it to a gun store, not to you. You can't do that. The weapon will then be delivered to a licensed gun store, and you will have to fill out a background check form. They will then contact the FBI to make sure you are allowed to purchase a weapon. In Uvalde, this young man passed a background check. There were police on scene and armed parents. What could we do? I genuinely ask you, what could we do more? Lock the school down? Perhaps. Apparently, I'm reading that some teacher propped a door open. Security violation. If the teacher hadn't done that, we wouldn't be in this mess. If the police moved in, we wouldn't be in this mess. The police were pursuing this, this guy. When he ran to the school, they chased him into the school. I cannot give you an easy solution to these problems. And anyone who claims they can is selling you something. Arming teachers? No. That is not a solution. Personally, I think individuals have a right to be armed. I believe, like with this story, there's a strong possibility if the teacher, janitor, principal, or otherwise was armed, this likely would have been, let's just say, mitigated to a certain degree. I don't think you could stop it. I don't think having armed people on, on, on the site would stop it. The police were there. Armed parents were there. In fact, when the woman went in to save her kids, she didn't stop it either. These things happen. We have a sick culture. It's not guns. You know, people say, if he didn't have such easy access to guns, this wouldn't have happened. It's another argument for a maybe, a maybe. Well, arming a teacher is a maybe as well. Neither of these are solutions. You can certainly say you want less guns on the street, but I have news for you. 3D printed guns exist now. You can make a gun very easily. And many of them, you should watch the videos on this stuff. There's even th metal 3D printing. So they, someone can buy one of these things and be, be mass producing guns and you have no idea. One of the earliest was called the Liberator. Now they're, it's way more advanced. But the Liberator was a plastic with a thumbtack. Didn't last very long, only fired a couple rounds for sure. But 3D printed guns are becoming more and more ubiquitous. Gun control, limiting the purchase of guns, isn't stopping this. 
You ban the AR-15, they'll use an AK. You ban the AK, they'll use an M1A. You ban that, they'll pick up a, a Benelli semi-auto shotgun with an extended uh, magazine tube. They'll, they'll pick up a KSG-25 with mini, with mini shells, and they'll have 41. 41. They're, it just, these ideas, I can certainly understand a good faith effort on either Republican or Democrat, whatever, but these don't actually address the issue. And I don't know what does. I'm not here to tell you that I have the answers. I don't. I'm here to tell you that these mainstream personalities too often believe lies, too often believe fake news, and then they report it to you. Did you check? I don't expect you to always. Your job is not to be a journalist or politician. Your job is to be a teacher, to be a doctor, to be a plumber, to be a driver, to be a trucker. Not to sit here and read all day, every day, this information. But there's a problem. Snake oil salesmen exist, and they always have. They seek to sell you a lie. They want money and they want power. And that includes Democrats and Republicans. So fact check what you can, please. And if you aren't sure, and if you haven't read it for yourself, don't be so adamant to assert that you know it to be true. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcast. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.